Oh, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to the Black Cattery. I don't really know what episode we're on. I think we're going to stop doing that. We've gotten to the point where we're doing a lot, so we don't need to say, I don't know, which, which one we're on. Are we doing a lot? Hey, wait for your <laughs> intro, okay, assistant? Assistant okay. slash sidekick. Um, I'm your host, Casey. Here's my assistant slash sidekick, Haley. Hello. Hi. So, oh, I'm out of breath. I don't know. I think it's altitude. I think it's, I'm nervous talking. I haven't talked in a while. We haven't done this, the podcast in a while. Um, sorry to all you fans, all our great fans out there. Um, we haven't, we haven't recorded in a while. Just, I don't know why. I think we've just been, uh, I don't know. I've just neglected it. Haven't really, uh. Well, it's like whenever we want to record a new one, we're like four beers down and we're like, this is. Yeah. I think it's just kind of, we've been busy and Haley gets home and I get home. We're just kind of like, uh, you know. We get tired at, like, yeah. five now. Yeah. So, um, anyways, you heard the soulful sounds of AWOL Nation right there, because I, singular, I'm going to see AWOL Nation by myself in Reno on Thursday. Um, Healy and I were really excited about this, like, two months ago. We were trying to find cool things to do, and AWOL Nation is about the coolest thing that's come to Reno since we've lived here. I can't believe they're coming to Reno. Yeah, so, but I end up, uh, we got two tickets, and I'm going by myself. Um... I haven't made, like, a lot of friends here. I know people. I don't know a lot of people who would like AWOL Nation. You've and, made one friend. But he's a guy, and I feel awkward it's bringing so a new... It's so creepy. I feel awkward bringing a new guy friend to go see AWOL Nation, because that's not really... That's the kind of show you go see with, like, a hot chick or something, you know? Yeah. And you don't... Two dudes don't go see AWOL Nation. Um, but let's... Tell, tell them why, why I'm going to see AWOL Nation by myself, Haley. I'm really sorry. I am sad I'm not seeing AWOL Nation. Um, and it is one of the creepiest things you could do by yourself. Like, I don't know who goes to see AWOL Nation. And it's a small room. It's like in a... I don't know. I just looked up the room online, and it's like... Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a little club. You're going to have fun. I, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be really cool. AWOL Nation's uh, one of those bands that you wouldn't think I'd be into. It's very, like, kind of poppy and a lot of electronic stuff going on. But it does have a very good rock element. They've got like some kind of dark undertones to them. Um, so I like the music, and I think it's going to be fun. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a little weird going by myself. Yeah. So, but why aren't you going? So I'm going to Toronto last minute for four days. Wow. I know. I'm really excited. I'm going to go help out my dad's girlfriend. Do um, she has an event? She owns an event company. And she's throwing a huge event for, like, a billionaire who, I guess, like, owns the most awesome house in Toronto. And that's where the event's going to be. So I get to hang out with Blue Rodeo in the green room. Yeah, that's, that's another. <laughs> Blue Rodeo, the famous, the famous, famous Blue... Canadian band. <laughs> Barbara keeps telling me. She's Canadian. She keeps telling me, Haley, like, everybody here, it's, like, the biggest deal ever. I guess they're, like, super expensive to get to play that night. And they're like a huge band in Canada. I was like, dude, nobody's ever heard of them. But I got to see their um their writer. Yeah. Their writer? The well, is it writer or writer? I think it's R I D E R. Because I think that's what Are you PDF talking about the thing called. that they're contract? Yeah. Basically. And it's really interesting. Like I've always wanted to see one in person. This might be confidential information. It is. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about it. Um so who's the billionaire? I don't know. All I know... Does he have a maple syrup conglomerate? 
It's like the only way to make a billion dollars. Does he own a moose farm? With reindeer. Yeah, reindeer. Yeah, sure. No, we can't stop the moose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of other stereotypically (laughs) Canadian things. But all I can think of maple syrup and... Yeah, Canadian... He's got the market corner on Canadian bacon. He is Canadian bacon. (laughs) Um, He invented Canadian bacon. I don't know what he does. I'm pretty interested. I'll... I'll try to take some pictures, which I bet I'm not allowed to either, but I guess he runs in the same circle as, like, Oprah. Yeah. I don't know what that means. The Oprah circle. Just, like, the billionaire Oprah circle. Yeah. I know. I know that one. I know it well. (laughs) So, I don't know. All right. So, we'll have to come back and talk about that when we uh, we do our next show. Yeah, Um, for sure. I'm excited. I've never been to Toronto before. Yeah, I've never been to... Oh, I've been to... I was going to say I've never been to Canada, but I've been to Vancouver. But, uh... Of all the Canadian cities, I've heard Toronto is, like, the least. Cool? The least cool. Because there's basically... See, I've heard Toronto is the most cool. See, because there's, there's, there's pretty much, like, three Canadian cities, right? There's Mo- Vancouver, Toronto, right. and Montreal. Montreal. I heard Montreal's the coolest. You've been... You and I have been to Vancouver. Right. Not together, but Vancouver's pretty badass. Yeah, Vancouver's amazing. And Montreal's, like, on the top of my list of all places to go. It looks like the most well, amazing we'll place. Go. We can go. But I don't, I don't even hear much about Toronto, but... Um, I think it's like a real city. Yeah. And I think you have to say it Toronto. Toronto? No, that's not... <laughs> I think it's... I think you don't pronounce the T's and the O's. You say like Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, I think that's how Canadian... Like real Torontoans say it. Yeah. So you should practice that. I have to ask her. Yeah. You should act like you're a Canadian when you're there. Just tell people. I'm so glad to be in Toronto. You're like, oh, I, I never go to Toronto. I'm from Calgary. I never, I don't get out much. <laughs> I live in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's fun. So, um, yeah. we're just about to watch True Detective. Yeah, and then we decided to stop it. We're on episode six, so the most recent episode. We haven't seen it yet. We decided to stop it and record a podcast because we both were like, we need to talk about how we completely don't understand what's going on. Yeah, so what the hell's going on in True Detective? If, if anyone out there would like to record themselves and send their explanation to us, we'll try to play it on our next podcast because we don't know what's going on. There's a guy that died. His name is Casper. We don't know what Casper Who did. Who is Casper. And uh, for some reason, Vince Vaughn is really upset because Casper had his money, but we don't know why he can't get his money back. <laughs> or, like, why Casper has it. Something about buildings. There's, like, developments. And then... We don't know why there's developments, though. They're trying to catch some bad guys, but I don't even really know who, who? the bad guys are. Who? And, like, they all they do is keep being like, do you think it has something to do with Casper? And we're like, you and I both look at each other like, we don't know who... Maybe we missed something in the first episode, because we don't yeah. know who Casper is. Yeah. So, um, it's like one of those shows, it's, it's, I guess it's entertaining to watch, but, because the characters, they are good actors, it is a little overacted, I think. It's very, like, dramatic and, like, wordy. Like, right. very, like, they talk like people wouldn't really talk in real life, but. It's just fun to watch Vince Vaughn. Like, Vince Vaughn is saving this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I don't even know, like. There's dead people randomly. Like, one of Vince Vaughn's guys, in, like, two episodes ago, he was, like, in the tar pit. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't find it very compelling. Like, it's not as good as the first season. Um, obviously, I think that's what... I mean, it's... Yeah. That's what they're you know banking what? on, but... 
What's interesting is NPR, the whoever like reviews things for NPR, um, reviewed it and said it was just as good, if not better, than the first season. And I was like, that guy got paid so much money to say that. Well, I think part of it for me too is that they're trying to. The cool thing now is for big movie stars to go back and do TV yeah. shows, and that all started with the first True Detective, and the second one they're like. Yeah, we're trying the exact same formula again. Get a bunch of big famous right. people to do a TV show. It's like part of the novelty of True Detective is that no one had seen like two really big time movie stars on a right. TV show, you know. But I felt yeah, and the storyline was yeah, you know what, you're right because even this I still want to watch it every Monday cuz we bootleg it so we can't watch it Sunday cuz there's not enough people who have downloaded it yet. <laughs> but yeah, I still want to watch it even though like it kind of sucks. In its yeah. own way, this, I've just, I don't know, I'm way more into Orphan as the New Black. The last one was, not the last one, but the second to last one where they had the big gunfight. That was the best part because it looked like a big gunfight, but. But we didn't understand why there was a gunfight. We were like, where did that come from? Yeah, so that's True Detective for you. Um, watch but, it. Let us know if you know what's going um, on. Um, speaking of doing, so Casey and I, we were watching the intro, and we're, by the way, we're going to come back to Haley saying Orphan is the new black. So we'll, don't worry, we'll come back to that. You, you can quote me on that. What's going on? No, we. so when we started True Detective, the guy who writes the music, what's his name? T-Bone Burnett. So the guy who writes the music, because we keep commenting about how like we can't hear the intro song one more time. He goes, row, 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 so this time we were watching <laughs> So this time when we were watching the credits, I was like, Casey, it's your boy T Bone? What's his name? T Bone. T Bone. Just joking and Casey's like, No, I know that dude. And I'm like, What? Yeah, me and T Bone go way back. So the story is that So T Bone Burnett, for those who don't know, he did the True Detective music. He did uh, all the music for that movie Crazy Heart with um, Jeff Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's a good. Um, and he's like this um, very like prolific songwriter. Um, I think he does a lot of country music and that type of stuff. But um, he's this very like tall, old kind of pale, f- like flubby kind of guy. Um, not the kind of guy you would expect to be like a badass music like writer. Smashing pumpkins? No, he's like seventy-five years old. Oh, he's, he's old. like really old dude. Um, and he's very tall. Um, the reason why I know this is because I used to work at this place called Farm Shop in the Brentwood neighborhood of Los Angeles, which is like where all the famous people live. So I had a lot of famous people come into my store. And uh, one time T Bone came in, and I I was at the cash register, which I normally don't do, um, and. I was just, I was bagging, he bought a few things, and we sold these really good uh, peaches or nectarines or something, and everything they sold there was, like, super ripe, like, ready to eat, and I packed up his stuff, like, wrong, and I guess I put the peaches on the bottom or something, and normally it would have been fine, but they were so ripe, they got, like, squished, so, anyways, I gotta backtrack, before, or, so I checked him out, and he kinda left and went and sat down in the restaurant or something, um, and the general manager of the place came over and like, goes, do you know who that is? And I'm like, no. And he's like, that's T-Bone Burnett. He's like one of my idols. He's like famous musician. I'm like, okay, I've heard the name. I know. He messed up his beat. So, 
So he goes, okay, yeah, and then he walks away, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I see famous people all the time. Great. Um, and uh, a couple minutes later, he comes back over, and, like, the manager is like, he comes back over, and he, we give him more peaches because I had smashed his peaches, I guess. <laughs> That is a bad move. But I'm telling you, they were so freaking right. Right. And T-Bone was even like, no, it's not a big deal. They were like really squishy. You know, T-Bone was not upset. T-Bone was like, it's my fault. (laughs) Yeah. Because he might have even been the one that put him in there. That's, I mean, I I have no idea. You know? Oh, just my favorite part is when I commented on his name and you're like, dude, I messed up that guy's peaches. (laughs) And I was like, what? Yeah, so, uh... The general manager, again, comes over, and he's this very large French guy, very imposing. Um, was he the cook? No, he's the general manager of the restaurant, so uh, he's, like, in charge of the operations yeah, he said he was scared. of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and when team, after we fix it and give him some new peaches, uh, the manager is, like, gets really pissed at me. And he's he ta- he starts lecturing me about like would he you just... would you do that to your mother he says like <laughs> or your family or something That's about like an asshole move it's like the biggest asshole move ever and I'm like no and he's like I want you to treat everyone here like they're your own family and I'm like I didn't mean like they were really super squishy peaches you didn't mean to mess up T Bone it's like I know how to put stuff in a bag I just didn't realize they were like gonna they were like falling apart peaches you know I wonder if celebrities know and he's not even like who knows that guy's T Bone I don't know he's not like a known celebrity yeah but I wonder if celebrities know that like people like get fired because of them. I like, don't know. Wherever they go, it puts so much pressure on Well, that was the only time I got in trouble for my interactions with a celebrity. Um, Other than that, you you excelled. Yeah. I've never been in trouble for bagging wrong since. I haven't bagged much, but, you know. <laughs> so that's my story about T-Bone. Um, so anyways, yeah. If you know what's going on in True Detective, drop us a line. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, just record your yourself and we'll do like a little um, mashup yeah. of what you think is going on. Yeah. Mashup, yeah. We'll explain it. We'll lay it all down. Well, maybe we'll send it to Tipa. Maybe we can drop a... Mm. So, I'm a... What is this? What are we drinking here? Um, we are drinking... Well, you're drinking that other one. Still finishing that, right? The Citrion... Alright. Ceron. Well, mine's called the Big Dipple. It is... It's a double IPA <laughs> from Sundwork Brewing. So, let's taste it. Let's see. Let's try it. Mm. This is not a new bit, by the way. We're not going to do this. Oh, that's really good. It's kind of sweet. I feel like I like that more than you do. A little bit. It's got a bear on it. Two bears. In their, in like stellar bears. Like st- constellation bears. It's 9%. Wow. So, um, oh yeah, Orphan is the new black. Okay. Or are we still on TV? Well, you said that. and. Well, if anybody needs an alternative... Because... Do you want to explain that that's not the correct title first? Well, okay. <laughs> so, Orange is the New Black sucks now. I don't know. We don't even need to talk about Orange is the New No, Black. we don't need to talk about it. Casey and I couldn't get through season two. I don't know. It was just boring, kind of. Yeah. It's just like... It, just got, it was the same old, same old. Like, I just got really tired of it. Yeah. And I'm not even being, like, highfalutant. Yeah, highfalutin um, because I love that kind of stuff. Like, I really want to like Orange. So, anyways, we started watching Orphan Black, 
which is a Canadian show filmed in Toronto. There's no connection. Love Canada now. <laughs> right now we're just loving Canada. We love Canada so much. Um, but Orphan Black is something I've heard about. And I remember everybody always said good things about it, but like those were also, once again, NPR guys. And I don't know, I just never watched it. And we are like midway through season two and it's so good. It's really fun. The storyline's unique. Canadians, like, do things that, like, Americans don't. Like, they filmed a small seven-year-old getting hit by a car. Okay. That's... Yeah. <laughs> she was fine. But... <laughs> so, if you haven't seen it, the show's about a girl who finds out she's a clone, and there's a lot of her, and it's all about... Don't um, spoil it, though. I'm not. I'm just saying... You'll know in the you first episode. The, yeah. Uh, but she's a really good actor, and the show's really good. Yeah, um, the, the actress is a, the actress is the best actress I've ever seen. Yeah, I forget her name, but... Um, I don't know her name. Well, she's Canadian. Do yeah. we have to know her name? <laughs> um, but it's really good. So, I say Orphan is the new black. Yeah. Because... For no reason. Yeah. We might have to take a break, because our, our uh, recording thing is out of time. It can only... No, it's not. It goes to 20. But I'm saying, we, why don't we just stop oh, it now? Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, it's 8. It's, it's at about 8, 18 minutes. 19 p.m. So, um, okay, let's do... Um, I think we'll, we're going to cut it right here, and we'll send you guys part two. Um, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by Nut to Butt, providing heterosexual and homosexual products since 1945. Butt to Nut. Visit them at butttonut.com. Find out what you've been missing. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. Black Cattery going on here. Um, speaking of dirty things like nut to butt, um, kitties have been really dirty lately for for everyone out there. We've got three cats, um, Bart, Darla, and Fritz. Fritz has been pretty clean, but Bart and Darla have been... They're all very dirty. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with them, but they're ruining everything we own. So, in our backyard, since we kind of live in a desert, kind of, not quite, but almost a desert, basically. I say desert. I feel yeah. like I'm in a desert. Um, we have, like, a big <laughs> dirt patch with nothing else on it but, like, some pebbles and rocks and weeds in our backyard. And our cat, Bart, led the charge, and he's, like, he's jet black, and he goes outside and he, like, dives head first, like, literally head first into the dirt, like, smacks his head on the ground, and then just rolls. Just flops around. And he is trying to get dirty. Yeah. And now, I've seen Fritz. Fritz doesn't do as much. No, he doesn't do it. I've never Darla seen Darla does it. Yeah, Darla caught on. I think Darla was like... Darla only used to roll in the cement. Like, said, on oh, the cement. Oh, that looks fun. Let me roll in the dirt. And please, let me do that. So Bart and Darla are now, they, the second they go outside, they just dive bomb the dirt and just roll around. And then they come back inside and they're like brown. Yeah, they don't even, because the best thing about kitties is they like wash themselves, like they lick themselves clean. But they come in completely dirty. Yeah. And then they sit on something and then they like, I don't even know when they get clean. They're just really I dirty. I think they just roll on the carpet and it rubs off there. <laughs> We have so much carpet, too. Now we're yeah. like carpet. Yeah. Um, it is very interesting, though. What do you do with dirty kitties? I don't know. I've never heard of that before. Usually kitties are pretty clean. 
I mean, besides like I having think fur. E- either we just don't let them out, or I don't know. But uh, it's pretty uh, weird. It is weird. Um, and it's not good for my cheese making business. No. Because cheese can't get dirty. Yeah. You see that transition there? That's some radio shit right there. <laughs> you totally hit the mark. Yeah. I was like, okay, kitties are getting boring. All we really had to do was say they're getting things All dirty. All we had to say was like, <laughs> kitties be dirty. We just had to let people know. We got some weird cats that are rolling in dirt. Um, so yeah. I start, yeah, I started making cheese again. Yes, are very you, exciting. You're excited? No, I'm really excited. It's, it's actually really fun to watch. Yeah, I got this, uh, I kind of researched how to do it correctly, because it takes a little investment. Right. I bought a little beverage refrigerator that has a higher temperature than a regular refrigerator, so I can, because cheese needs to be aged around 50, 55 degrees. And then I got a little humidifier and a little fan. You got so many things. There's like like, four things in your refrigerator. I hooked it up, and it's got a little humidity control. So it's pretty fun. It's it's a decked out refrigerator for yeah, sure. Yeah, so I started making cheese again. There's wood. You guys, he like sawed wood. I sawed wood. <laughs> I sawed <laughs> Put it in the refrigerator. I sawed wood. It's pretty, like it seems like you're doing it right this time. And the times that you didn't do it right and there was like cheese goo on top of your refrigerator because like a cheese would burst. Your cheese was still, it was good, you know, like... Yeah. I feel like this time you could actually really get some good cheese. I think so, too. Yeah. So. It's fun. You bought some raw milk? Uh, raw milk? In California this weekend? Bought some milk. So <laughs> much milk? Yeah. Did, so, so Haley didn't know this, but raw milk is a pretty controversial thing, and it's illegal to sell raw milk in the state of Nevada. But all of our listeners don't know this. <laughs> But it is legal in California. Lucky for us, we're like a mile away from the border with California. And in South Lake Tahoe, just on the other side of the border, there's a store, a natural food store that sells raw milk. So I bought some raw milk and I'm going to make some cheese with it. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm getting kefir grains also. Oh, man. Okay. You should explain to them what kefir... Do you say kefir grains or kefir yes. brain? It sounds like you said kefir brains. Well, they look, kind of look like a brain. It is like... You guys, this is like the scariest thing Casey's ever described to me. Yeah. I don't even know. I have to get them first because I hadn't... I didn't know about this till a few days ago. Because um, I got this book about this guy who makes cheese the real natural way. Um, the modern process takes a lot of like freeze-dried, um, specially made cultures and stuff and uh this guy's like no you don't need any of that and he's like this hipster canadian he's canadian <laughs> we're so channeling canadian. so it's this this book just came out and he's this hipster canadian guy in like british columbia uh and he's got this big mustache and he's like you don't need any of that modern stuff you can make cheese the natural way raw milk has all the natural cultures you ever need is that how he talks i imagine that's how he talks he was very zealous in his uh He's, like, very militant in his defense of um, natural cheese making. But he says one way you can boost the cultures in your cheese is to use kefir grains. What are you laughing at? (laughs) Nothing. So, um, kefir grains are these, like, ancient little blobs of goo. And they can, like, live forever. And different strains have been passed down through generations and all this. It's like the most... So Casey ordered a 
glob of goo. And he said, as long as you feed it milk, <laughs> it, survives. it lives. This is what he said. He's like, Haley, I ordered this thing as a kefir. And as long as I feed it milk, like, I'm like, did you order a small animal? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Um, it's like, if anyone knows, like, kombucha, you know, it's that same idea. Which kombucha is pretty gross. Like, we've made kombucha before and we were like, it's not gross. It's like a vinegar, sweet vinegary thing, you know? Right. But this sounds like more disgusting because it eats milk. It drinks milk. It's like, <laughs> it's like milky. So, and apparently when you make cheese with it, like once it's like done its thing, they just like float to the top and then you take them out and put them back in their little jar. And Casey and says they're even again. better after that. Like they ripen with age. <laughs> I'm like, this thing cannot live in her. I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. So it's like this... It's normally used for this, like, old drink called kefir, which is, like, a yogurt thing. Yeah. It's, like, a Middle Eastern, like, yogurt drink. People are just walking around with kefirs in their belly. Yeah, it's, like, a probiotic drink. Because um, they're from Russia, and they would, like, die from cancer. Yeah. Supposedly, it's good for you, you I'm know? sure it is, actually. Yeah. Um, so, well, I'm still cool. waiting on my kefir grains in the mail, or in the UPS. I don't know how they're getting to me. It's going to be exciting. You guys, I hope I get to it first. I'm totally opening up the box. Yeah. Like, I just need to see you. Don't kill my kefir. <laughs> you should make a t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> don't kill my kefir. Or respect your kefir. Respect the kefir. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Um, I don't know. What else is fun? Um, we were going to talk about how... Something really scary happened to us, and it was not okay. Oh, yeah. So do you, you... You know what I'm talking about? Should we start with Sunnyside? We can, talk, we can start with Sunnyside. So, on Sunday, we were thinking about what to do. And we decided, okay, we'll go up to the lake again, because there's nothing else to do around here. So we went up to Tahoe, and we found, like... I randomly found this place online called the Sunnyside uh, Resort or something, and they do lunch, and it's supposedly it's a really good lunch. And they have a patio deck that faces on the lake. And, uh, yeah. But there's, like, a ton of places that do lunch. We just, like, yeah. happened. But it's on, we're on the east side of the lake. This is, like, on the complete opposite side, so right. we have to drive around the entire lake. I would say an hour and a half? Probably a little less. Okay. Um, so we said, we're going to Sunnyside. We're going to Sunnyside. And we kind of, like, made a thing about it in the morning. We're like, we're going to Sunnyside. I don't know why. We were joking around about it. We didn't really say it that way. But... Kind of. <laughs> Pretty much. Because we, it was like this mythical place. We've never been and we were just driving to. So, we get on the freeway, like, literally right next to our house. <laughs> And there is a guy on a motorcycle directly in front of us, and his shirt says... Sunnyside. Sunnyside. All the way across the back. All the way. Like, <laughs> past the armpit to past the armpit. Like, there was no armpit seams. Like, this was a special long sleeve t-shirt so that it could say Sunnyside large. And we were directly behind him, and we nicknamed him Sunnyside. And he was a character. And we were like, oh my gosh, how... I don't, we were just saying, hey, let's follow Sunnyside. So we're like, you think Sunnyside's going to Sunnyside? And we're just kind of joking around. And he turned to go up to the lake. And we don't even know really where we're going. Yeah. And then when we got to the lake, he turned right to go to the north end and around the lake. And we followed Sunnyside, like, almost for 20, 30 miles. 
probably. Yeah. Then we got to someplace King's Beach or something. Yeah. Here we got to Incline Village. We lost him. We lost him. He turned, and I was like, dude, dude. that's the shortcut to Sunnyside. Yeah. I bet he's going that way. Because there was, like, there was traffic. Yeah. It 20 minutes up. later... We are at the same <laughs> intersection. He's coming from another direction. Sunnyside is right behind us. This is making our hour, hour and a half, I want to say it's hour and a half, drive so entertaining. Like, I don't know what we would have done without Sunnyside. So we drive, we lose, kind of lose track of Sunnyside because he's kind of far behind us. Then we find him again. What, what did we find him again? No, and he we turned... Found him... Yeah. He was behind us, right? and then he ended up zooming past us and turning down a side street. Side street. Like, still like 20 miles. In Tahoe City. It was in Tahoe City. Still like 20 miles from where we're going. So we were like, dude, that's where he lives. Sunnyside's gone. Because we were trying to decide, like, does the guy who wears the Sunnyside t-shirt live in Sunnyside? So, we get to Sunnyside. There's no parking. We have to park on the street. Um, Fact. Yeah, it's packed. Um, we find a place to park on the street. We get out of the car, walk to the front door at Sunnyside. Sunnyside man's motorcycle is sitting, like, literally at the front door. Like, he just pulled up to the front door at Sunnyside because he's so VIP and just plopped his motorcycle down right on the sidewalk in the, at the front door. We think he owns it. We're like, dude, Sunnyside owns the restaurant we're at. Anyways, yeah. Funny. Long story short, we had a good lunch. It was crazy, busy it, place. It might have been one of those, like, you had to be there, but we we couldn't get our day back. Like, we were on this, like, magical journey, and you and I, all we could talk about was this random dude named Sunnyside. Like, that's our entire conversation. And we, we were standing day. right behind him while he was eating, and... We just couldn't bring ourselves to talk no, to him. No, we couldn't. I tried, I tried three times, and I got super nervous. Yeah. So I stopped. Kind of. I think it's okay. I think we leave the mystery, and maybe we'll see Sunnyside again. I hope so. Um, but anyways, yeah, so after Sunnyside, we drove around the whole rest of the lake. Um, I don't want to get really long-winded here, but we went to a beach. This is a whole other story in itself. No, no, I don't. I'm thinking... <laughs> we went to a beach, basically, and this old man, the ranger, told us it was, like, a two-mile walk, and we're like, oh, that's, like, 30 minutes or something, and he's like, yeah. Meanwhile, we have floaties. And we got picked up by these this family in a Volkswagen, they're like, are you guys walking down to the beach? Because it's, like, really far. Yeah, they were, like, freaked out that we could even think... That's why they picked us up, because they saw our float... Like, us walking with floaties. And they're like... Why are they walking? <laughs> so we walked down to the beach. It was an amazing beach, just like most beaches around Tahoe are. Uh, hung out for a few hours, and then we actually did walk all the way back up. Oh, yeah. Took a good hour up a steep hill. Back to our uh, car. Um, so many cars passed us and did not offer us a ride. Went around uh, Tahoe, bought the raw milk. Bought the raw milk. Went around Emerald Bay, which is on the south end of Tahoe. And that's where there is a bridge. Oh my gosh. This, you guys. It was, a, it was the scariest thing that's ever happened. How would you describe it? I would say you and I are joking around, having fun, just driving normally. Driving, what, 60, 65? Yeah. And, like, 
so far driving on Tahoe is not scary. There's no cliffs. And even where we went was where the cliffs were starting because that's why we had such a long walk. We hit this spot and all of a sudden you go, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we are, we're on cliff to cliff. There's cliffs of, on both sides. With no guardrail. No, it's like we were at the peak of a mountaintop and they, they just cut off like two feet of mountain so that they could put yeah, it's a like, 10 foot Yeah, path. there's like a road and then a sheer drop on both sides. It was, it was the craziest thing that's ever happened. And it's going up and down at the yeah. same time. So you can't really see in front of you. No, no warnings. No, nothing. All of a sudden, you and I, you're looking out your window being like, I could fall down. I'm looking at my window being like, it's a straight drop. Yeah, so if you're ever driving uh, near Emerald Bay in Lake Tahoe, just watch out, man. There's a, just watch. There's like about a 50-foot section of road that is the craziest road you've ever it was, been on. Yeah, it was long. It wasn't like this one. It was like we were on a bridge that was... Like that before, had no sides. Yeah, like before <laughs> bridges were created, they were like, this works. Yeah. Um, I would never do it in the snow. I told I told Casey, like, we, we can't go up there. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if was. you can drive on in the snow. Um, so that was scary. But um, <laughs> that was our weekend, driving around the lake. And uh, sunny side, long hike, scary road bridge. Scary road bridge. So, um, I don't know. Do we have anything else to talk about? Well... We have Addison's favorite things, and you and I have been very... We've messed up. We're not good at games, I guess. (laughs) Something we've learned about ourselves is we're really horrible at games, but we're still waiting for Addison's response, even though I'm pretty sure he texted me his response. Actually, I don't think he did. We're waiting on it. And I have all of your responses written down, except Kathleen's. Kathleen Sabahar, please... Text me again. <laughs> Your airport. Um, I want to do one correction. Can can this oh, be a correction? Sure. Segment? Yeah. So for just because I want to get better at this game, like I still I feel like we still have potential. Yeah. So our first one or second one was what is Addison's favorite TV show right now? Mm-hmm. And I said Casey thought it was something. She said she said Game of Thrones. I think I said Modern Family or something. Yeah. So, correction there. Game of Thrones. Casey still didn't win. But, but it was a it better matter? guess. Does no, it yeah, because it was like a better guess than what I made up for her. Um, I think that's the only correction so far. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, and we were going to record a podcast with Sarah and Kevin. But we didn't. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Um, so, sorry about that. You missed out. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, do we have anything else to look forward to for this, uh, till our next show? Well, I'd say Anything, we... got anything going on? Besides Canada? So, when Canada's going on, that's all I got, like... Yeah, I think the rest of the summer's pretty quiet for us. We got some people visiting, um, yeah, I don't know. Come so, visit. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll record another one in a... A more timely fashion next yep. time. And, um... Um, we didn't say the next Addison's favorite things. Do we think of one? Well, I just feel so guilty for being so bad. I think we ought to finish this one first. Get our ducks in a row and find out 
how we can do this better. Oh, we have a lost episode, John Hansen, which has to do with Addison's favorite things. Um, so we'll we'll release that. Try to make up. Okay. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that, I think we're. We just ran out. We've exhausted our this time. Nevada in a nutshell. We've exhausted our time. So, uh, and yeah, we are, we are actually, this has been a pretty long one. So, um, anything else? Get All right, cat. folks. Yeah. We'll uh, talk to you later. Get cat. Brown cat. Dirty cat. <laughs> <laughs>